0: lives up to its nickname,
1: the Windy City. Winds of up to 90 miles an hour bring the less Hardy to a standstill, or use them like a Scotsman's curling stones. Alley fight between Fitz and Combs. You both get to pick three all-time Sox and Cubs as part of your alley fight. My the my game. number one draft pick is Michael Barrett.
0: Michael Barrett? You're out of your mind.
1: Michael but do you see that right hook? Ask AJ Brzezinski if he wants to get hit with that right hook again.
0: You can ask A.J.
1: Brzezinski
0: that. I will! That's, be, that's such a podcast question.
1: Ah, shut up. Jordan Rizzo, it's in time! And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series! Free has it, he throws! Out! Out! A White Sox winner and a World Championship!
0: Now the 3-2 swung on, a pop foul... Back here,
1: Ow. Ow. <laughs> Ow. it really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. So, once <laughs> I can't, I can't even. I that, that, of course. Welcome to Windy City Sports Talk. This is Brandon Combs, along with my guy Ryan Fitzgibbons. And that was John Sterling getting hit by a foul ball in a Yankee game the other night. every time i hear the clip we've got to get that sound clip in here we've we've got it the the ow 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 we've got to have that sound clip in here at some point staff on it right away (laughs) well that's you you're the production staff (laughs) what's what's going on fitzy how we going
0: uh doing pretty good today got a lot on the docket uh you know uh we got yeah pippin jordan yeah i'm
1: The honeymoon is over. Well, I mean, when your wife starts sleeping with your best friend's son, honeymoon (laughs) tends to be over. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes.
0: I mean. Something. I mean.
1: So, we've got MJ Pippen to talk about. We're going to get into that. We've got the Bears to talk about. We've got the Cubs and White Sox, unfortunately, to talk about. (sighs) We do. I mean, we're a Chicago sports talk show, so we, we do. But we're going to be honest with them. Um, and before we get into that, I do, I do got some good news. We are going to have interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks. You do not know this yet, but I just locked down an interview with Kevin Mensch coming up. Right. And uh, we are also still talking with AJ Perzinski here in a couple of weeks. He did say he'd be a couple of weeks out, but uh, he says it's still a go. So we're going to go with it. Kevin Mench, for those of you that don't know, former a manager of the Texas Rangers also spent some time at various cities playing baseball throughout his career. Um, but he is a very, uh, he, he, I think that that one is going to be just as fun as the AJ one because some of the stuff he posts on Facebook, Kevin Mench kind of thinks a lot like we do. And, uh, y- you can definitely tell with Kevin Mench that, uh, there's, it, it's going to be fun. He's, we're going to get along just fine. Um, and, and that'll be a great interview once we have him on. Once we lock that down, we'll definitely schedule up, let everybody know. Um, but that's going to be a fun one. Yeah, um, great
0: news, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to them both. I uh, have a lot of questions to ask them both. Yeah. But I, I just think it's, it's pretty interesting to ask, him, you know, if, even if, if AJ comes on to ask a former catcher how um what he thinks about the rules, especially AJ himself. Yeah. Be candid there. But we could still pack up. How, if you're the announcer, do you not know the ball's coming off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, for, so from what I've heard, from what I've heard is that if you're in the booth in Yankee Stadium, the only way that ball comes up there is if it's a shot. Like there's no like bloopers that, you know, go up and then just land in the booth. Like if they come up, they're coming up humming. And when you're on the mic, sometimes, you you know, you see it fouled off. You might see it coming back, but you don't think it's going to get there. And then it got there. <laughs> and, right off the dome Ah Ah, he said ow like three or four times before he started talking again too that was that was crazy um but getting back to kevin mentioned and and um you know aj prasinski i think we might get more answers more honest answers anyway out of kevin mentioned we will aj prasinski only because aj's still working with the league aj's still you know Employed by MLB as where Kevin Mensch is is out on his own. Now. I don't know what he's if he's got any roles in Major League Baseball, but that'll be an interesting one. Um, and and I, I'm I'm hopeful that we'll get some good conversation about why baseball front offices are, Mm -hmm. are so inept at marketing. Um, Cause that's, that's really one of the things I really want to know. I want to get inside that head to find out why it's so bad. I thought about it the other day. I, maybe it's because players don't want to market. Maybe it's because players are making so damn much money in their contracts. They don't need to make extra money through ads and, and marketing. I mean, I'm not sure that anybody else has ever said I've made enough money. Don't give me any more, but, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they play a long season. They play a nine month season. Um, well, not nine months, about about seven months. If you go to the World Series, play a seven month season, and then you got you know four months off before you got to get back at it. I I don't know that uh, I necessarily would blame them if they are turning it down.
0: Yeah, I mean, if yeah, it's hard to turn down money. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, know I wouldn't in your life. I mean, uh, who knows? I think I was talking to you this yesterday uh, a few days ago, uh, even though you didn't offer or want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that there's medications out now and to your chagrin uh, that there's more medications that might be coming out now to where you'll live forever so who knows how much money you'll need to get through this life especially if you're virginia mccaskey God. You know, She can live to be 100 and she can outlive you i mean you're not i don't know how well you're doing over there
1: i'm not doing well either but you know what that means that means reinsdorf could live forever
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah how you like them apples no <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please Them eat. apples is sour. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's. <sighs> All right. So speaking of Jerry Reinsdorf, he's the owner of the Bulls, and we've got a couple of former Bulls that are really going at one another. You got Scottie Pippen who is really, really ticked off at Michael Jordan for some reason. And I went back and I listened to his um his induction hall of fame induction speech in where he talks about his relationship with Jordan and, and, hopes that it prospers forever and how much he attributes his career to Michael Jordan and all of this stuff. And then Michael Jordan's son enters into a relationship with Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. And now all of a sudden Scotty Pippen says that Michael Jordan would have been nothing without him. What do you make of all this? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I can
0: play the clip, but uh, it might not be worth it. Uh, I just think it's, it's way, way, way after the fact at this point. It's like two bitter, grumpy old men on a porch yeah. <laughs> across the street from each other throwing shit at each other, especially, I mean, Scotty Pippen, when he started playing basketball, was not very good, and he was very shy. And look, I don't know what what happened in the locker room, but who brought him out of his shell? Yeah, Phil Jackson. I'm not sure of that. Was it uh, uh, um, Stacy Hot Sauce King? No. I don't think so. Was it B.J. Armstrong? No, it it was Michael Jordan. I mean, Michael Jordan probably made him a little bit more excited about basketball and probably made him a better player, too. Not to say that Scotty isn't good uh i mean scotty pippen i've always wanted to see him play against lebron like de- really defend lebron i think that would have been pretty damn interesting to see i uh, especially maybe play against him on offense too i think scotty pippen would have been a three better three-point shooter uh in this league because he obviously would have a pra- practiced it more was not a very good three-point shooter later in his e- career i think he got a little better but I, I just think it's just bitter at this point and and Michael's Hall of Fame speech was, was it took out everybody. I mean, he's lucky Mike didn't, Mike didn't go into the Hall of Fame after him. He would have fucking brought Scottie Pippen into the, he had Isaiah on his calendar. He's crying like I, mean, I think this is how some careers and some, even some business careers happen end in this country when you're that fixated on doing one thing and then it's over like
1: yeah, i I don't know that. I don't know that I can take Scotty Pippen seriously anymore. Like it's it's kind of sad the route that it's gone, right? Because now he just sounds like that bitter old man who is looking back on things and was butthurt about the things that went on in the ESPN documentary. He's mad because Jordan's son is now sleeping with his ex-wife. Like He's got all sorts of things. And did you see that? (laughs) The other thing was they took a photo together a couple weeks ago while they were out in public in front of a sign of Air Jordans.
0: (laughs) I... Uh, yeah i mean it that's hilarious <laughs> especially with the new movie coming out he's probably pissed about that too
1: oh yeah i i i can't i can't imagine what scotty pippen is thinking however i mean i don't know that scotty pippen can be taken seriously about his stuff that he's talking about michael jordan and not being a good player before scotty got there and all of this other stuff when Scottie Pippen is the same guy that refused to get off the damn bench because they were given the game-winning shot to another player, Tony Kukoc. Imagine what Who we matters. would say right now. Imagine what we would do. Could you imagine what the reaction would be all over social media right now if LeBron James did that same thing?
0: Oh God, it would be ridiculous. I mean, oh. thank God social media wasn't around. It'd be over. I mean, simply... yeah. LeBron... I, it, LeBron flops and it's all over social media I mean it's insane he flops which every player does I mean Vladi Divac still the all-time best flopper I'm sorry I can show you a few videos <laughs> but I mean like Vladdy Divac should be happy that social media wasn't around but I mean Le- <sighs> it would be all over the place even if it was Scottie Pippen who I don't think you would call him the best player in the league at the time Maybe top five. I don't think he ever was the best player in the league. Uh, no. 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 Her I mean, when he was considered the year after MJ left, I think he was considered for MVP. He might have been third or fourth in the vote. I can have our production team look it up. But <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah says you won't see Scotty versus LeBron. You must love free throws. Scotty could uh, play defense in this league. Totally disagree. Yeah.
1: Disagree with that?
0: I disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I see what he's saying just because it's harder to play defense in this league because like every other sport, uh, every new rule has taken a lot away from the, the defensive side of the ball. But I mean, I think Scottie Pippen had the size. Uh, I definitely think he could have could have moved with him. Um, yeah, would it have been the same as in the 80s and through the 90s? No, but I, I think Scotty could have played with him. Yeah, for sure. I would have liked to at least seen it.
1: Hmm. I don't. Um, I'm looking up the stats right now because I was interested in what you had just said. So here's his stats. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer, seven-time All-Star, six-time NBA champ, 10-time All-Defensive team. Uh, he's on the NBA 75th Anniversary team, 94-95 uh, STL champ. I don't know what the hell that means. Oh, uh, is that the steel? Oh, Steel's champ? Uh, seven-time all all nba and 93 94 all-star mvp never finished in the top 10 in mvp voting hmm. never not once Whew. that's tough i, Especially. <laughs> I just i I was never so I I was never a big like I like Scottie Pippen a lot. I mean, look, he meant he did mean a lot to these bull teams. He he really did. I mean Scottie Pippen, I agree with him to a point where Jordan needed help. And he did need help because back then, if you didn't have help, you were going to get murdered. There was no one guy carrying, you know what I mean? There was no Jimmy Buckets carrying a, a team to the NBA Finals. There was no LeBron carrying a Cleveland Cavaliers to the NBA Finals back then. Because guys could literally take your head off. There was an old Nintendo game called Arch Rivals, where it was a basketball game. And if you drove, like, you hit the A button, and you would punch him in the face to steal the ball. And that was basically the NBA in the 80s and 90s
0: yeah i mean <laughs> it, wa- yeah.
1: it was i mean
0: i think at some point in the 90s it got a little bit easier it got a little bit more chippier probably later and on in the, in, in their second you know three champ their second three pete uh i think it got a little better but uh it's just it's tough to say scotty pippen wouldn't be able to guard lebron james i mean some guys have been able to somewhat handle him, um, and I think he would have been able to handle a lot of guys in this league. I mean, the guy was very quick for his size. Yeah, there's a lot more. Ta- I just think across the board, there's a lot more talent. But I still think he would have been a great defensive player.
1: Have we seen the end of this? Are both of these guys going to come out with uh, you know with with beef rap albums to talk about one another? Like, is this thing going to boil over, or or is this basically just going to die out?
0: They can. We can just go all the way back to the 90s. We'll have them open it up with a fight. There'll be, <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll, be, there'll be a pre-card fight to to the uh, Evander Holyfield-Mike Tyson fight. That's coming in Saudi Arabia in the next, I don't know, year. Because they're both going to get like a $100 million to do it. Oh, so, yeah. Which is another crazy story. But, <sighs> yes. Maybe they can be the pre-fight. They can be on the card.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, look, I celebrity boxing, I'm all for it. I would definitely, oh, I would pay for it. I would, st- I would
0: definitely pay for I'm it. Jordan, though.
1: Yeah, I, I would take Jordan in anything over Scottie Pippen. <laughs> I would. Backgammon? <laughs> huh? Backgammon? Yeah. But Michael Jordan is just that competitor. Michael Jordan is the guy who is not going to, he doesn't let his kids, you think he lets his kids win at sorry? No. No. Not at Mike, Michael Jordan crushes them and then laughs at them. And if they ever do beat him, he flips the board before they finish. Yeah. that's what, <laughs> He's not letting Scotty do anything. Come on. It's Scotty freaking Pippen. The guy, he, was, he has always been a whiny little bitch. He just has been. That's been Scotty Pippen's moniker even when he was in the NBA, which is why he refused to take no. the floor when they gave Tony Kukoc the ball.
0: No tipping Pippen. I mean, we love rhymes in this country. We invented rap. No tipping, tipping. Do you think he really didn't tip? Or do you think it just rhymed and it sounded good? I think he didn't tip. But, yeah, I mean, you put that in it, too, that he didn't tip people on, like, freaking $1,500 tab. That's a problem, too.
1: I kind of believe it because he seems like he's one of those guys. He really does seem like he's one of those guys. He's just—he's one of those guys that can come off as just a complete douchebag sometimes. And I—I'm not with—I'm not on team Pippen on this one. I mean, it, I'm a Michael Jordan guy. I love Michael Jordan. He'll always be the goat to me when it comes to basketball. Uh, I know he's not a perfect human being, uh, but he, it's Scottie Pippen's just—he's got to let this go, man.
0: You would think he'd have to let it go, but I don't think so. I think death, I think sweet death, will be the end of it. Or, you know, he'll live forever.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll drink himself to death with that new whiskey put out. That's not very oh good. My God,
0: that can't be good. It's but not.
1: Have, but I have to taste it. Don't oh, <laughs> <to> taste it. <laughs> you God. haven't tried it?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll get not. the next time when you come over to the house to to do a uh, a show. I'll make sure I have a bottle of it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: All right, I it's like ten bucks I think for a bottle of it. It can't be good. (laughs) You see, No, I I actually think it's. I think they made it thirty three dollars on purpose.
0: You have a bottle if it's ten (laughs) dollars (laughs) bottle.
1: Wow! Wow! Fire! I only buy the ten dollars bottles if I'm not drinking it. Oh. All right, so you you kind of made mention it, and we didn't really put this in the rundown, but something I want to get to real quick the the live story, right? Yeah. Saudi Arabia spending all this money, blah blah blah. PGA Tour saying, you know, they are this, they are that. We would never uh, want our golfers going there, and we will never play in their tournaments because out of respect for the survivors of the families of nine eleven. And you and I both know How near and dear this Certain subject is to my heart But As he plays the strumming violin <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know that this is going To be good or bad for the PGA Right because you, I thought for sure What the hell is playing now I'm <laughs> just trying to keep the beat up <laughs> but I'm not sure that this is good or bad for the PGA Tour Because I thought for sure That Saudi Arabia was going to get Lionel Messi I didn't think there was any way he was coming to the MLS Because of all the money they're willing to put out Yeah, Lo and behold, Lionel Messi's coming to Miami to play in the MLS And he signs a f- like a five-year contract with the MLS Which might change the entire landscape of the MLS And how much they're going to have to pay players That's another subject to have on another day. I don't know that Liv is going to have the backing or PGA is going to have the backing that they thought that they would by merging this and trying to get Liv out of the picture. Because, you know, like if you listen to some of the golfers are saying, you know, Liv is just they're going to financially fund it, but they were going to financially fund it in any way. However, they could get their hands on paying the money, but you're not going to be dealing with them. They're not going to have influence, blah, 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 blah. In this country, we've come to a point where we want to respect and we will never forget. We will never forget what happened on 9 11 unless you pay me some money.
0: Money, money, money.
1: And, and to me, this is a very, very bad view for the PGA. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to stop watching because I. It, to me, that's just silly. Like I, I will still watch the PGA. No, I don't like the fact I was still watching live tournaments because it's golf, and, and I do enjoy watching golf. But I don't know that this is a good look for the PGA just because of the stance that they took. Had they not taken that stance and said those words that they said and, and tried getting everybody to go against live because it was so bad, and now all of a sudden, now nah, they're not so bad. <laughs> They're not so bad. What do you think of this whole situation?
0: Line. Well, I, I mean, we talked a little bit about it. I, I just think at this point, uh, it, it's its how a lot of America works now. nowadays. I mean, this is corporate America. Uh, you know, something goes wrong. You, you need a vote. You just, you know, get a couple hundred lobbyists to vote for it. Uh, you don't like a league. You say that it's, uh, you know, nine eleven all this stuff because it's Saudi Arabia and what nine out of the 10 hijackers were Saudi Arabian. And I mean, I'm guessing that's why, right? I mean, isn't that why they're doing it?
1: I mean, I I think so. I don't know if I'm losing you or if you're losing me. I don't know what's going on with the connection right now. Do you got me still? All right. So I don't know who's frozen on my end. It's not. Uh, it's not me. Uh, but I'm not sure. And as I turn over to YouTube, it looks like it's Fitzy. So I'm gonna keep going. We'll try to get Fitzy back here in just a few minutes. But what we're doing with with live golf and what saudi arabia has has meant and and what they're trying to do look they're going to continue to put their money into it regardless they're going to be the ones that that fund these golf tournaments they're going to be the ones that pay these guys more money to do the things that they're trying to do and I don't necessarily blame them. I didn't blame the guys who went to live in the uh, at the beginning. I didn't blame them. I, I understood where they were going at it with, if, if live had offered me and Fitzy, you know, $150,000 a year to, to do our podcast, guess what? I'm going to have the live logo on my upper left chest. And I'm going to do the podcast for live because that's just the way this world works. Do as a Marine, as somebody who was a part of the, the 9-11 cleanup, do I believe that we should be aligning ourselves with, with that type? No. But at the same time, I mean, look, you can't you can't keep going to you can't keep going to the fact that you can't blame everybody for what happened on 9-11. I don't know. The this prince, I don't know what his objectives are. I don't know where it's at, but I do know that somebody's got to fund it, and they did fund it, and they're going to continue to fund it, whether it's with the PGA or whether it's with Live on its own. They're going to fund it. Doubting Thomas says the players who held out and carried water for the PGA got screwed. All the guys who took the Live money are coming back to the PGA with that money. They they didn't get screwed though. Doubting Thomas. Because they had the opportunity to go, they just chose not to. Their morals told them to stick with the PGA and not go take the money. So you look at guys like Rory McIlroy, who didn't go and take the money, and who still is very vocal about being against Liv. I don't think he's upset that he didn't get the money. But these, you're right. These guys are coming back who took the money. They're coming back with the money. They're still going to be able to play on the PGA tour. They're still going to be able to play in the in the in the cup, in the Ryder Cup, where you're talking about, you know, Team USA versus Team Europe and all this other stuff. That's what they're going to do. And Live wasn't necessarily a, a total failure either. You look at some of the things that they've brought on, like the the guys that you see who are uh, you know messing with people as they walk up to the T, right? Those are the same guys that are going to press conferences and asking these guys different questions when they're up there, and it's fun. I love watching it on TikTok. I love seeing the questions. I love seeing what they're doing. But it's it's something that I think people when they when they look at it from afar. I'm not going to watch, or I'm not going to do this. They're thinking to themselves, they're not aligning themselves with with the Saudi Arabian prince. They're not allowing themselves to go out there. But those same people will go to WWE events, who go to Saudi Arabia every single year, who have already aligned themselves with Saudi Arabia, who has always... There are... This money that comes through, whether it's oil, whether it's anything political, all this stuff, They do business out that way, and you have to. If you're putting gas in your car, guess where the gas is coming from? Guess where the oil to make the gas is coming from? It's just how the world works, so we got to get over the whole lip thing. It's just it's not what it is. So, Jeremiah says he's frozen. Okay, so it was him and not me, and I'm not just sitting here talking for, for the health of it, but... This was the time we were going to get into Fitz gibberish. Hopefully, Fitzy uh, is working on getting that uh, Walmart Wi-Fi back up and and isn't uh, isn't going to be gone for for a very long time. I bet his son pulled the plug. I bet his son was like, you know what? I want Dad to come tuck me in. I'm gonna pull the plug on the router. That's exactly what happened. But let's get into some Cubs and in, in White Sox talk uh, while we wait for Fitzy to come back. Uh, you know the Cubs. The Cubs go to L.A. to play the Angels. They blow two leads in two separate games, and they get swept by the Angels. And you think, wow, this team's going to go into San Francisco, and they're going to get killed. Yet San Francisco loses two out of three to the Cubs. And this Cubs team is just one of those that I can't figure out. I don't know if getting Cody Bellinger back will make this team much better. I don't know that the injury to Cody Bellinger didn't hurt this team more than we thought that it did. It's going to remain to be seen. I think Cody Bellinger coming back and being inserted in this lineup is a good thing. I think we can get Chris Morrell to play third every day. I think you can put Cody Bellinger back in center field and you've got your outfield back together. And I think that you can do all of this stuff and still be a decent team. And I do believe that they are on that path. I know Cody Bellinger is coming back shortly. It looks like we got Fitzy back. Maybe. Uh oh. Stop pressing a button. There you go. Andy's back. I'm back. What? Did, did Walmart turn off their Wi Fi? You couldn't steal from them anymore?
0: Let's see. AI got me. AI got me. <laughs> Chat bot or chat
1: GPT. Oh, my gonna word.
0: I'm going to take over the country and Wi Fi doesn't even work correctly. You could see AI <laughs> trying to take over the country and then the Wi Fi is going to go out. And what's going to happen then?
1: What happened was we started talking about live yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, Fitzy wasn't. Fitz, he wasn't doing so good. Could have been the Saudis. <laughs> could have been the Saudis messing with your Wi-Fi router. You could, yeah, could oh, be. Sorry, to sorry. To leave
0: <laughs> but where were we? I, I, where were we? What were you in the middle of?
1: Uh, you- I was talking about. I was talking about the Cubs and and getting uh, Cody Bellinger back uh, because we had to skip Fitz gibberish because your Wi-Fi got ISISed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so yeah, I started talking about the Cubs and Cody Bellinger and I don't know with whether or not Cody Bellinger coming back helps them. And I don't know whether or not them losing him hurt them more than what we thought. Like it's one of those things where once he comes back, I don't know which team <laughs> fits took the Saudi money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, hey, he definitely was playing better. It's his contract year. It is only a one-year contract, but, I mean, he was definitely one of the, you know, better players on the team once he got hurt. Yeah. White Sox, pretty much. (laughs) Once he got hurt, he just decided, "Mm, I don't know, (laughs) maybe I'll just get hurt. Kind of like Liam Hendricks got hurt, another hurt Sox player. Like, uh, we needed another one. But uh, I mean, yeah. Liam Hendricks is hurt again. Yes, Liam Hendricks has infl- inflammation. <sighs> I didn't even well,
1: he know wasn't, that. He wasn't hurt the first time. <laughs> well, no, but he, you know, he, he, you know, I just, I can't, I, I can't with this team, man. They get hurt. We'll, we'll get to them in a minute because I got a couple of things I want to talk about with the White Sox too, but. The Cubs with with Bellinger coming back puts them in a position where they can get bats like uh, it, uh, I was gonna say David Bode, poor guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, they can get Patrick Wisdom out of the lineup and get Chris Morrell over at third every day. He no longer has to go and play center field. You get him at third. You get Patrick Wisdom out of the lineup. The guy's hitting like a buck eighty-two, and I know he's got fifteen or sixteen home runs, but he's he's hitting a buck eighty-two. Like I, don't, I don't want that guy. You know, we don't we don't need to to have a uh, Ryan Braun on our team. What's that?
0: You've had that guy, Kyle Schwarber.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Much. I mean, he's a better
0: player now, not much, but uh, he's a better player now. But he was a guy who was hitting, you know, 30 home runs, 20, 25 home runs a year. He's
1: a better player now because he's protected in that lineup. He yeah. wasn't protected in the Cubs lineup. That was the problem. You didn't have anybody hitting behind him.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: didn't he have. Rizzo for some years. No, he was he was leading off for the Cubs, and then
0: bat in second.
1: No, uh, Rizzo was either batting third or fourth. Uh, Javi would usually bat second. So Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save all the sliders for you, Javi. (laughs) He struck out on a pitch the other night in Detroit that was about seven feet out of the zone. He couldn't have hit it if he had seven bats on end in his hand. It's tough. I mean, that one
0: against the Mets a few years ago, uh, where it like, I mean, it wasn't even at the plate. Where it bounced? Yeah, and it wasn't even at the plate yet.
1: My favorite picture of that one is when they put Sister Jean on the mound in a still shot of that when him swinging the ball <laughs> and Sister Jean throwing the pitch. You know, who Sister Jean is.
0: Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure Sister Jean Loyola.
1: Loyola. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, so they put her on the mound in her wheelchair, throwing out a first pitch, and the ball goes about three feet, and there's Javi swinging at it. Yeah. But no, I, I don't know if the Cubs coming back with Cody Bellinger. I don't know that. That they're not going to take off like they took off in April. I don't know yet. Like it's going to remain to be seen. And now you got Hendo back. Hendo's pitching very well. Uh, almost threw a no hitter the other night. Took it uh, seven and two thirds before giving up a double. Um, that I still think that Ian Hap should have broke his neck diving head into the wall to try to catch, but he didn't. Wow. Yeah, look, you've got it's a no hitter. You do what you got to do to make a play on that ball. Yeah, look at the Dwayne Wise play. The perfect game. Yes. Early.
0: Ball pops out of his mitt. Catches it with the other hand. It's insane. But, yeah, I mean.
1: And if you get hurt, we've got like four prospects we can call up, take your place. till you get healthy. Don't worry about it. 30 and single A. It's better than Patrick Wisdom's batting at Major League Baseball level. Bet
0: my weight. <laughs> we get that. You knew you'd get that out of Patrick Wisdom, though. I mean, did you think there was going to be something better? I wish
1: Patrick Wisdom would hit my weight. He'd be batting like fifty
0: points better. You just have a bunch of seven and eight and nine. Maybe you have a leadoff hitter. You don't really have a middle a, a order hitter. I mean, maybe Bellinger was there. That for what one and a quarter seasons of his career? you yeah. um, really don't have that guy. And Dansby Swanson wasn't picked up. I hope they didn't pick him up to be that guy. Maybe. Maybe he could be towards the end of the middle of your order, but he's not a three, four, five guy. I, I, I wouldn't think that's what they got him for.
1: No, but you've got a guy in Patrick Wisdom right now who's batting eighth in your lineup because he can't hit. Unless he's hitting the ball over the wall, he can't hit. It, but you've got a guy like Chris Morell who's been a spark plug ever since he came up. And by the way might be closing in on the amount of home runs that Patrick Wisdom has too and is still hitting about 260-270. Not bad. So I I, as much as I didn't think that Chris Morell's hot streak in AAA would... would translate into major league level he has proven that he can still hit and he is a spark plug he is fun to watch is he going to be the javier Baez type where he's fun to watch until he gets you know to the point where he just can't stop swinging at balls out of the zone i don't know yet but for right now i'd rather see that every day patch or uh chris Morrell trying to become a major league player than to watch patrick wisdom do what he's doing
0: you already know what you got there Right, fully agreed about this team especially where they are right now. Yeah, their division sucks. <laughs> Cubs division sucks pretty much. Uh not as bad as the White Sox, but it's it's not far off. So you're still going to be in it most of the year unless something really really drastic happens. I think with that starting staff you're going to stay in it, but you want to see the young guys see how they do. And yeah, if you go 72 and 90, who gives a fuck? I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, you'll get a better draft pick. That maybe plays when you're in contention in a couple years. Uh, you know, I thought they might have been a year away. Maybe they're two years away, and there's really nothing wrong with that. Um, there'd only be something wrong with that if if you were the seventh year in the rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the team right now that the White Sox are in. Uh, yeah, who had some problems this weekend, uh, but we can get to that in a minute. But uh I mean i I just don't see the downside this year for the Cubs. i I really don't we didn't expect a lot from them. I thought they'd be a shade better than you did. You know the team better than me, but I, I really think there's there's really no downside. I mean they they you don't want to be 82 and 80, lose the division by four games, and then get a you know the 12th pick in the draft. You'd rather be 72 and 90. You know, get the fifth pick of the draft and get a fucking stud up here. Yeah, Get Mark Pryor.
1: <laughs> get- <laughs> yeah, get- Mark, Pryor God. <sighs> Mark Pryor would be a White Sox these days. Hurt. <laughs> Pretty much. You know who I did expect to be a lot better. I I didn't expect the Cubs to be there. I expected Cubs to be a five hundred team. I expected that Dansby Swanson heading into the halfway point of June would be hitting better than two fifty four with six home runs in a two point five war. One
0: hundred seventy million.
1: Like I don't I don't know what is going on with Dansby Swanson. I don't know if he is playing hurt. I don't know. What the deal is? I don't know if maybe it's you know, I, I'm almost wondering if they need to swap this lineup and lead Dansby off and bat Nico second. A good contact hitter could put the ball in play, which means that you'll see Dansby Swanson with a couple more fastballs to hit. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It, it, the problem is, I don't trust Rossi to do it.
0: No, he doesn't seem. <sighs> He seems to be pretty fundamental, meaning he's not really going to stray from what's in that old white man coach stuff thing that, that, that old coaches, uh, old managers do. I mean, he makes a lot of the same decisions. He's got the guys he wants to line up in the bullpen and doesn't go away from it that much. I mean, we, we had problems with his bullpen decisions, just what three four weeks ago it hasn't really changed much from there he's yeah yeah, uh yeah i don't know i mean i I almost want to agree with you i'm not a not a throw out the manager type uh type fan but what are you going to do with this i mean what are you going to do with this team is he going to take you to the next level in a couple years maybe if they keep him for another year see what happens then it's justified to get rid of him I mean, yeah. that's possible. Keep them to the end of the year and then evaluate. I'm thinking that's what they're thinking because there's really no one's going to be winning a lot of a championship with this roster. They just don't have the lineup. They don't have the bullpen. They have, they have I, a starting lineup, and they have good pieces.
1: Yeah, I agree. Jeremiah says Ross hasn't been great, but what have they really given him to work with? And mm-hmm. I, I've heard this. I've heard this excuse over and over and over again, and I get it. Okay, I I understand when people say, well, they didn't do much to give him a bullpen to work with. Well, you know what? They also didn't force him to continuously bring in the guys who were blowing the games night in and night out into the same situations that they were in. You could have put it somewhere else. You didn't have to bring Michael Fulmer in three times in a row in L.A. to blow games like you didn't have to do that. Right. Like you could have said, hey, no, he's, he's taking a night off. He's, he needs some rest. Whatever the case is, you could have found a way to say, hey, this is not happening. Ross hasn't done that. Ross, say I'm over here in my basement talking with you, saying, "Hey, you know, Swanson may need some protection to be able to hit a little bit more. Maybe see some more fastballs." Why hasn't David Ross seen this? Why hasn't David Ross pulled the trigger to put him at leadoff and put Nico Horner at second to see if maybe, just maybe, he's going to get a few more fastballs to hit? Just maybe, when a player's coming, a pitcher's coming out of the gate. He's not going to come out of the gate throwing sliders and changeups at Dansby Swanson. He's going to come out of the gate trying to get the ball over, trying to throw strikes, trying to establish himself like all pitchers do at the beginning of a game. David Ross doesn't make the decisions that need to be made with the talent that he's given. You can still make decisions. Now, it, say he Michael Fulmer blows that game versus the Dodgers. Then he blows that, that game the next time that he comes in. If you, at that point, make Michael Fulmer a 5th a and 6th inning guy when your guy can't get you out of the 5th or 6th inning, I'm with you there. Hey, look, you just don't have the pieces to win. But you're continuously putting him back into the same situation that he's proven to you time and time again he cannot do. So... For me, that is the problem that I have with with David Ross. When you're putting, when you come out on a Sunday, when you have a chance to sweep a series last weekend, a chance to sweep a series, and you come out uh, with a lineup that involves Nick Madrigal at third, that involves uh, uh, Tucker Barnhart behind the plate, and that uh, has uh, what, Master Boney at second, all in the same damn lineup. You're making bad decisions. You are not doing what you are given the talent to do. You are not taking the guys and putting them in positions to succeed. You want to put one of those guys in the lineup? Fine. But all three of those guys cannot be in the same lineup at the same damn time. It can't happen. There is no way. If you want to give Nico a night off and you want to put Master Boney in at second, fine. Then you need to have Chris Morell at third base and not Nick Magical. You need to have young Gomes behind the plate, who's been one of your best hitters all season long, most productive hitters all season long, behind the plate to make up for Master Boney taking in for for Nico Horner. If you want to put Nick Magical at third, that's fine. But then Nico Horner needs to be at second. Yon Gomes needs to be behind the plate. Young Gomes needs a night off, fine. But Nico Horner needs to be at second. And Chris Morell needs to be at third. You can't have those guys in the same lineup at the same time. It's bad managing.
0: And there's no explanation after the game. I like the tirade, by the way. Uh- <laughs> You needed to get it out, I think. I think it was festering in there ever since I left the broadcast for a few minutes. It has. It, <laughs> it has. My drink. I mean, because my computer went out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and there's no real explana- explanation after the game. I could see if there was. Like, look at his stuff. Like, look at Michael Former's stuff. We think he's turning the corner. We think this, we think that. I w- The one game I watched, I think we both watched. We weren't in the same uh, zip code, but we we both watched, and there wasn't really much explanation after the game. Uh, we'll go out and get them again tomorrow, the old baseball thing. And it's the old baseball thing to have a Sunday lineup, which enrages me the same way it enrages you. Take turns giving guys day, days off. They like to do a lot of the Sunday lineups because they have Mondays off a lot. In the season mm-hmm. and they can give guys two days off and then they feel like they have half a team that's nice and fresh coming on tuesday but it doesn't fucking work when you lose the sunday game especially if they win the first two games of a series they want to bring in the sunday lineup we used to call it the ozzy lineup on the south side because Aussie <laughs> used to do it and he lo- he learned from bobby cox same mm-hmm. I mean, fucking thing. I, it's old man coaching. Ozzie had a little bit of that in it. Now, Ozzie would mix things in and Ozzie would throw your shit, your ass on the bench. I saw him bring in the, the steroid riddled Bobby Koch to pitch an inning once Bobby Koch for one pitch. It was a double off the wall. He took him out in one pitch. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. I was at the game. Yeah. If you remember the acne riddled Bobby Koch. Yeah. <laughs> one good season. The Sox got him. And then the Sox traded him for like, I forgot who they traded him for like a decent bat. And he was just terrible.
1: Jeremiah, you keep coming up with these questions, and I'm, I'm going to continue to tear you apart like I did on the last one with Rossi. Who are they supposed to go to? Who's he supposed to go to? I don't know. Maybe Mark Leiter, the guy who's got 10 holds for you and only has a 3.16 ERA and not a 5.93 like Michael Fulmer. Not a guy who's blown four saves like Michael Fulmer. How about Albert Alzali, who has a 2.10 ERA, who has seven holds for you and three saves. You know what? Both of those guys have in common. They both have more saves than the guy you were bringing in. To- close the game, Michael Fulmer, because he's had more opportunities and he's failed at every single one of them. So yes, he has had other guys to go to, but he has not chosen to do so. He continues to put Michael Fulmer in situations where he is not capable of pitching. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: the Michael Former thing. You're just not giving that up. <laughs>
1: but- is getting lit up. He's got a 3.1 ERA. Yeah, that's fine. He had one bad
0: game. Eh, that's got to be a couple bad games. But anyway, at this point in the <laughs> season. But uh yeah i mean he's been okay i mean i thought fulmer was going to be a lot better i i think the cubs thought he would be a lot better i think they were counting on him in the lineup i never thought he'd be a high leverage guy like
1: the detroit tigers didn't think he was a good pitcher Does the detroit tigers they have no pitching if they didn't think he was going to be a good pitcher what makes you think that they should have thought he was going to be a good pitcher
0: yeah i mean and i you know i trust the coach uh, the manager, coach, the manager over there in Detroit, too. It's uh, it, it's a tough situation on both sides of town. And, and there's not, a, and I know I keep harping on it, but there's just not a lot of in, innovation for e- either team when it comes to scouting, when it comes, I mean, when you see Tampa Bay do it for the last 10 damn years, when you see the Marlins doing it again, that's a nice young Marlins team that came into U.S. Cellular.
1: Well, the difference between the Marlins and, and, and the Rays.
0: raid field, but whatever the fuck.
1: The Marlins will sell all their players at the end of a World Series. Yeah, they will. Right at the end. Yeah, they <laughs> did
0: it in what, 97? They did it in 2003. Yeah. Levon Hernandez uh yeah who's was a good pitcher for that 97 team and then what happened in 2000 let's not talk about that Uh, but anyway (laughs) uh, and they've kind of languished a little bit the marlins have but i mean look at the new york yankees look at the dodgers who are always top five top 10 best uh uh, a farm league in the league Every damn year they are. And they spent $300 million on their team. And guess what? Their team is back into contention again. When I thought that was a sack of losers earlier in the year, they're back into contention. And who's the sack of losers?
1: No. The White Sox. (laughs) (laughs) The, The White Sox to me, I like, I can't, I can't pinpoint anything that that they might win this division because this division is so bad. They could be just good enough to win a a division at under 500. They could be just good enough to do it. Let's get to (laughs) Fitzgerald. Do we need to put a bolo out on Tim Anderson and Andrew Benatendi? These guys have 400 combined at bats and zero home runs. And
0: yes, we just said it. He just asked the question. It's now time for another episode, my friends of Fitzgibberish. It's a diatribe, a conspiracy, and an island in the middle of unapologetic and sometimes inaccurate sports talk. Yes, baseball is hard. It's so hard. Even watching it is hard. It's harder than a 17-year-old Fitz watching charlie's barren bedroom scene in Two days in the valley and if you haven't seen it look it up jeremiah <laughs> and friends <laughs> um, she was 19 years old and that, that's all i'm saying but i digress <laughs> <laughs> that's legal in this country uh, baseball is so uh, hard <laughs> baseball is so hard i usually give a player the benefit of the doubt Infielders, catchers, and pitchers are going to have some tough errors. You just hope they mitigate it enough to not start any patterns. So that brings us to the long overview talk about our boy Tim Anderson. On Saturday, with the bases loaded and nobody out for the Marlins, Timmy decided to boot another ball, an easy grounder right to him. The play would have definitely got to the the runner out at home and might have turned two. This is not the first time it's happened to good old Timmy. This is the third time it's happened to Timmy in the ninth inning of a game in this season. We aren't that far into the season. There is another troubling pattern emerging for Timmy. Combs just mentioned it. He hasn't hit a home run in over a calendar year. This is very troubling for a guy who hit 18 homers the year he won the batting title and hovers around 20 per season, hitting 10 in 49 games in that shortened season in 2020. Last year was forgivable since he played hurt and then was hurt for most of the second half. The guy was the best hitter in baseball for a combined three years. So you give him half a year. He had six home runs. What happened a year ago, Combs? can anyone out there remember on June 16th 2022 if Combs can hit the banner Tim's wife Bria Love who he has a few kids with posted this picture of the loving couple no let's go back one <laughs> of the loving couple that's a little foreshadowing as we call in the business <laughs> It didn't take long for their happiness to be shattered like the opposite field home run Timmy hit in the Field of Dreams game the previous year. Still an awesome moment. For just a few hours later, after Mrs. Timmy shared the romantic post, a social media influencer named Deja Lanay, who I probably got her name wrong, posted a video that seemingly suggested Anderson is the father of her unborn child. In a video that has now been taken down from Instra- Instagram, Lene shows Anderson laughing and smiling with her. A caption, baby daddy. And, and Zion Williamson thought he had problems. Here's <laughs> a pic of Lene dancing like she won the lottery. I'm sure you already shared it. Which after a visit to Maury Povitz's couch, she pretty much did. A second woman has come forward claiming the same thing. Have we ever heard of a sports star whose a career upended the same exact way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tiger Woods at least won some championships. But anyway, he is one of them. Uh yes. A woman will mess with your mind like Trump, like Trump speaking at a pride rally rally during pride month. Happy pride month, everybody. (laughs) Baseball players might as well be the biggest cheaters, woman cheaters out of all in sports. If basketball was never invented, my, my problem would be to wait to start a family until you retire with every pitcher throwing on her miles an hour. these day's careers do not last as long as they used to. You could be celebrating your kids high school graduation around 50 years old. Your career could end around 33, 34 these days. Take it for me. That's not half bad. I was 37 when I had my kid, but that reminds me of what happened to me just on Sunday. I was invited to a Sox game that my wife and friend set up. Thanks, Nicole and Karen. When I arrived at my seat, it was one of the only two blue seats in the ballpark. Since I was in right field, it was the first row. This was where Scott Posadnik walk-off home run landed in the game, in game two of the 2005 World Series. So there was a the World Series in 2005? that's yes, according to ESPN. No, but yes, there was. Oh sitting in that seat was a special experience for a lifetime Sox fan even though only 3 out of 10 people knew why it was blue at the I did actually ask people I had to explain it to a millennial 5 times like I was teaching them to install a car stereo <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. They wouldn't know how it was to install a car because <laughs> they've never done it. It did remind me of how clutch that team was and what a championship team looks like. What we've been talking about for the last twenty minutes—the Sox team. That Sox team played. In a lot of tight games and almost never lost their cool. They lost the first game of the season one nothing. The first game off the All-Star game one nothing, won the World Series one to nothing. Scotty Pods himself punched a fan with his mitt in the face while catching a huge foul ball in a critical series against the Indians late in the year. It might not have been a Bartman incident, but we never had to find out. And Wamir Ebay made the two best combined plays to win a World Series ESPN and apparently never saw. My point is baseball players cheat. And just because social media wasn't around, most of them are not smart and get caught for Christ's sake. Paul Canerco was called the Polish Prince. You know, he was going to pound town more than a golden retriever, but he hit the only grand slam to take a lead past the seventh inning in the history of the world series. Champions do not let that shit enter in between the lines of the game. Heck, Even if even Tiger ended up winning a Masters, right? (laughs) Even though I like a lot of them, this team is not a team of champions. They fold like lawn furniture every chance you give them. And that, my friends, is Fitzgibberish. Thank you, sir. That's only the second clap I've ever gotten from you.
1: Jeremiah said, I thought you were going to say you went to the Sox game and two women said you impregnated them.
0: Do you know, now that he's brought it up, I'm going to mention it. Do you oh God. Know it happened? Who'd you impregnate? Well, I impregnated my wife. But Do you know that it's possible to impregnate the same woman at almost the same time with two different fathers' babies?
1: okay first of all <laughs> first of all
0: Jeremiah started it it's possible look it
1: up I I'm gonna I'm gonna hate I'm gonna hate that I'm about to say this how is it possible <laughs> well you got the fallopian too <laughs> stop stop <laughs> where <laughs> i like oh god oh porn hub has ruined us as a society the egg descends down all right we're done
0: two eggs ones get fertilized the other one doesn't
1: didn't you think that andrew benatendi was going to be the scott but of this white Sox team that fires starter
0: yeah i thought he could i thought he could run better he was intentionally walked and then came in to score in the game on uh sunday that they lost after having a 5-1 lead into the eighth inning uh so they and he's has been intentionally walked 3 times this year believe it or not because he's a contact hitter and they'd rather face whatever fringe swinging hitter comes next but they had to face luis robert at the time
1: this is a guy who who's been a doubles machine his entire career and right now is slugging at a clip of wait for it. 349. Oh, well, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> Three no, no, that's his actual numbers. 349 is his slugging. His his OPS is a outstanding 686. <sighs> Boy. Well,
0: I mean, it could be. It, it actually could be worse. His average is
1: okay. You but, want me to make that stat worse? That six eighty six is fourth on the White Sox. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one of the easier
0: ballparks to a home run into. I I like just I, I don't know running. what's going on. He hit ten to fi- he hits ten fifteen home runs in a in a year, and yeah, yeah. He's people don't understand it, but as a left fielder batting lefty. Ooh. Same
1: thing with TA man. Fire. Yeah, Where, where's the TA from from the from the uh, Field of Dreams games? Where's the TA that plays with all that fire and all that emotion? Where's the TA from hell from last year in the first half of the season? Where is that TA at? What what is going on? Does he just really just want out of the White Sox organization? Is he just trying to get trade? Like, what is going on with Tim Anderson?
0: This would be a bad way to do it. Because they're not going to trade you unless you're good at baseball. I mean, you know, how are they going to trade him? What are they going to get for him? I, I I have no idea who you're going to get for for Tim Anderson right now.
1: Jeremiah says the sad part is now Jerry's going to say this is why he doesn't pay players. It's Danks all over again.
0: John Danks got a contract, got hurt a bunch of times. Terrific pitcher for a while though. I I don't get it. I really I. I don't get it. He just turned 30. He's just barely 30. And this is not a guy with a lot of wear on his tires. Did not play a lot of baseball when he was younger. Uh, You know, came in the league at 23, not 19. Um, It's really troubling. And yeah, (laughs) Jeremiah says, feel the dreams. It does seem like decades (laughs) ago, especially like what a dynamic player and yeah he always had a lot of errors but he did not have errors like this late in the game and he got to more balls than almost any other player in the league I don't even know if that I'd have to look at the stats if that's still the case but I'm willing to bet that's not the case anymore uh that's one thing a lot of people don't look at if a guy oh yeah he only had 10 errors and and Tim Anderson had 20 errors so he was better than him at shorts up no Tim Anderson got to 425 balls and the other guy got to 250 like he just had he had did have a lot of range i don't know if he still does i mean he and he definitely doesn't like he looks lifeless he hasn't flipped a bat in four years like since before covid i i don't know i mean could it be woman problems Could it be? I mean, it happened to Tiger. It's obvious it happened to Tiger. I mean, people are saying, "Oh, it won't affect his game." It It did affect his game.
1: Well, yeah, because then he was used to getting it from all sorts of different women, and then he had to just get it from one woman, and now all of a sudden he just wasn't as fleet of foot. (laughs) Maybe that's why we're not good athletes. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) we're too (laughs) devoted to our spouses that we'll just never be good athletes. I just
0: think, I don't know. I just think he, I I, I think that's got to have something to do with it. I know there was a time cause he had a pretty good rookie season and then the next season his best friend died. Yeah. I think his name was Brandon Combs. No, <laughs> <laughs> his best friend died. And he had a tough season. He had a tough second season. He really did. If you look at the stats and then he started growing, boom, boom, 2019 happened, won the hit, hitting title, probably his best season. I don't know. I think even 2021, you can put it in as his best season, bad at 300 in that season too. Um, I, maybe this is just something where he 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 can't, some people just can't You know, do that, can't separate their home life from their baseball life.
1: I mean this. This happened last June, though, right? I mean, he still hit three hundred one last year.
0: Yeah, but he was hurt. Like went, went, I think he didn't play in August
1: or September, so he yeah.
0: played one month.
1: His ERA is negative point three, or I'm sorry, not ERA is WAR negative point three for a guy who has an eighteen,
0: who's almost an eighteen WAR player.
1: His on-base percentage is 300. His slugging is 311. His OPS is 611. Yikes. Yeah. That's tough. Yes. And when you want your OPS plus, you want it to always be above 100 in order for it to be good. His is 70.
0: Tiger only won one major after his women troubles. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But he at least won one. (laughs) He was at least good again. Golf being a different sport. You
1: think he went and got a hooker that weekend?
0: (laughs) Why does he? See, this is another thing I don't understand. I guess Charlie Sheehan says you pay him to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie Sheehan also said he had Tiger's blood. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) But I mean, why a hooker? I mean, what yeah, are you doing that, huh? I want to wine them and dine them a little bit.
1: I, I, mean, I, I guess that stops you from having to wine and dine them. I, I guess uh, it's yeah. you, you're paying for because you're, you're expecting them to, to stay quiet about it. You expect some sort of anonymity like this. This isn't, you know, doctor client privilege. Like this is, this is a hooker who is trying to get money by sleeping with guys. So what do you think she's going to do when a rich man <laughs> becomes part of her clientele? She, she You're paying money to put your
0: dick in your mouth. Do you think the, she's not going to take money from the inquirer? Right. <laughs> Come right. On. I, I, I just think a little bit more discretion from a woman. I don't know. Figure it out, for Christ's sake! You got hundreds of millions of dollars. If I was Tiger Woods, I'd
1: freaking slay. If you were, it, it, if it, like, if Tiger Woods walked into a bar, just any bar, and said, "I'm Tiger Woods. Who wants to go home and sleep with me tonight?" He's gonna have 900 offers. And Fitz, you're gonna have to put your hand down because he's not gonna pick you.
0: You gotta choose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a shot.
0: <laughs> it's like the end it's like the end of uh, Indiana Jones and the last couple, too. But <laughs> 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 Jeremiah says he liked cocktail waitresses, not hookers. Right,
1: I mean, right.
0: Isn't that the lady that was on his voicemail? Oh my god. And she's He's... and his wife, I mean you know what? I don't, we don't give it enough to the ladies on this, but good for her. She took a golf club
1: to the windshield.
0: Yeah, the man's fucking with a man's car.
1: Not only that, but you're fucking with his livelihood. You broke his golf club on the windshield. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're more
0: worried about. <laughs> I'll uh, all the golf clubs Tiger Woods had. I got golf clubs at freaking half the damn quads in the country.
1: I, it's hard to feel sorry for her because she gets like a million dollars a month in child support. Now. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I want to have Tiger Woods' baby. Man, giving up that money.
0: We're talking about rich people. They don't even
1: pay taxes. Jeremiah says he'd like to go to Denny's and put extra bacon in his Grand Slam. <laughs> Doubting Thomas says, "I thought this was a family program. When did we ever give you that impression? <laughs> this isn't your first time watching the show, Doubting Thomas. You know
0: they all <laughs> Doubting Thomas. The hell? Better not have. <laughs> what is he, is he a young kid or something? I don't know. Douting Thomas a teacher? No. <laughs> oh. Let. Do you want to get into some Bears talk before we get out of here?
1: Sure. Why not?
0: I'm I'm sure Downing Thomas will have something to say about it.
1: Well, he thought it was a family program. I'm about to kill Virginia McCaskey again, so you might want to cover his ears. So, (laughs) the Bears are in OTAs, and they still do not have a defensive end. However, Yannick Ngakwe is still out there. One guy who is not out there now is Frank Clark, who just signed uh, with the Denver Broncos. Why why aren't they spending money? Is it because Virginia McCaskey's still alive?
0: This is this what, is what- <laughs> <my family> is. <laughs> uh, he's got a thing. He's got a point there. I don't see the decision making. I really don't unless they think there's going to be some trade that's going to come through to where they're going to have to pay for a guy who's already under contract. That's the only thing I, I, I can think of. But we're getting dangerously close to training camp. So wouldn't you want that done pretty soon here?
1: Do you think that maybe they know something we don't? Do they believe that much in Travis Gibson? Do they believe that much in Demarcus Walker or Dominique Robinson or Rasheem Green? Like, what is there something we just don't know yet? I I, I don't. I, I cannot even guess
0: because they're getting two first-round pair. There's no way that they're trying to throw anything at this point. Their offenses should be pretty high-powered. Yeah. It should be a top-ten offense at the least. I mean, okay. there were parts of the season last season. If they, they stay,
1: stay healthy. Offense.
0: If they stay healthy, yes. We always always have to have that count. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, if they stay healthy, I mean... I don't get what yeah I, I really don't get it. I I'm, I'm at a loss here other than that there's a trade coming through. They have two second round picks and two first round picks next year. They have a third round pick. Maybe it doesn't matter if they have a third round pick then. Like they just trade a third
1: round pick for a guy. Do you think they get Hunter from Minnesota? I do not because I don't think they're going to trade Daniel. I, I look I'm not going to I'm not going to please this guy. Your name is Danielle. Your parents named you Danielle. I know you're a man. I know you're a mountain of a man, but your parents named you Danielle. It's Danielle Hunter. They're not getting Danielle Hunter because Minnesota is not going to trade him within the division. No. They they're just not because if they had to watch him sacking Kirk Cousins Ooh. three times a game for for, you know, two games a year over the next couple of years they're not i would enjoy it too they're not gonna i don't think they could i don't because the only way you're getting hunter is if you trade for him and i just i don't see you trading within the division for a guy of that stature i mean they are trading everybody or or cutting everybody as they did with with cook which was surprising in itself but i don't i don't know that you could get Hunter. You can't go and get that, which I don't understand why this is like, again, we're sitting here at our bars in our basements. <laughs> Yannick and Gakwe played for the team that our head coach used to coach. I know. And they had a really damn good defense.
0: Or what? Like, even. Sounded somewhat like a decent. You said Chase
1: Young where does second round pick? Yeah, great. Second round pick gets him and then white. Then you're you're not they're not going to pay Chase Young, Chase Young money. And I don't think he's going to be worth it. I don't think Chase Young is everything that he was supposed to be. I really don't. I really don't and and i'd like to go get a proven guy like in again who's played in this system before knows the head coach knows what he's getting himself into and was very successful under this coach like mm-hmm. it, to me it makes too much sense not to go and do it
0: maybe they're waiting for his value to come down i mean this guy really cuts corners i mean look at what he did in the running back room got yeah. two decent running backs for less money than david montgomery <laughs> Got two maybe above average running backs for less money than David Montgomery got, Um, you know, shaved off two or $3 million there, maybe a little bit more, two, three here, two, three there. I mean, I think I, if I'm him, I'm gearing up because you're going to have to give uh, Justin Fields a contract at some point. Maybe that's where it's at. You know, at some point, maybe he's saying, look, this is why we got you, Fluss. My from yeah. the ace Re- hardware repairman i kind of know why but i'm a little baffled but anyway uh because he looks so normal right. uh but yeah i mean at some point maybe hey your scheme's got to get if your scheme can make this defense mediocre we're fine with yeah. that we're a top five offense
1: right and, I, I and it's and maybe we don't want to pay for ngakwe you don't, don't have, have to be word, ngakwe you don't have to be a defense that holds teams to 17 points a week. You don't. You no. have to be a team that limits them to maybe 24 points a week. Yeah. Because this team is going to score a lot of points. This team is going to put points on the board. This team is going to be better than it has probably ever been offensively. And Gakwe is 29, Jeremiah Murray asked. How old is Ngakwe? He's 29.
0: It's dab in the middle of his prime.
1: Yeah. yeah. I. I so. I I think that this team is probably a solid defensive end away from being the winners of this division, from being a team that might maybe sneak up on some people and become the Cincinnati Bengals of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. a team that can dominate, a team that can come in and just sneak up on you in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden becomes a team that people are talking about for the next three, four, five years about being a premier team in the conference. The NFC is not stacked like the AFC is. The NFC right now is prime for the taking. Pretty wide open. You've, you've got the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, good defense. Yeah. You've got maybe the Dallas Cowboys if they figure it out. But other than that, it's wide open. Yeah, I'm
0: not too afraid of those teams to where it's like, oh, they just can't be beat. No,
1: I I think to be honest with you, I think this year, if healthy, the Bears are every bit as good as the Philadelphia Eagles offense was last year. I think they're just as good as the Philadelphia. I don't think there's another offense in the NFC that will be able to outscore them. No,
0: I don't think so either. And a lot of them, in the AFC won't be able to either. I just, I I don't see it happening. And uh, like you said, with the caveat, no one gets injured. Right. I I just don't see it happening with the pieces that they have this year. And in that eight, nine game run, they went through last year where, yeah, they were, they were a top offense. I mean, You could say top five. You could say top ten. We can look at the numbers, but they were definitely a top offense at that point. Um, I don't see how they don't do it this year. Improvement at running back. Improvement at wide receiver. Improvement at right guard. Improvement at center, I would think, with Cody Whitehair. um, Or not right guard, right tackle. I I think an improvement at right guard, too, though, with Tevin Jenkins in year two at right guard. No, you. Um, you got Nate Davis improvement at left guard, uh, you know, improvement at tight end with uh, Tunyon. Uh You know? Yeah. I think chase Claypool, another year in this system, he's gotta be better than he was last year. Jesus. A better it can't be worse. Be, yeah. It could be better. Uh, you know, uh, and I think I think some of the receivers in the positions where they'll be in, where DJ Moore puts them all down, like kind of how Liam Hendricks infected, and I hate I hate talking about another sport, but kind of how Liam Hendricks infected the White Sox bullpen and then got hurt, everybody <laughs> slides down now from DJ Moore, you know, right now you are slot guy possibly, or maybe it, which is where he should be. Yeah, maybe you switch them off with Tyler Scott, who you got is supposed to be a pretty, pretty good star, but could be another like Mooney type uh, player. Right. Uh, I mean,
1: <sighs> the only one that is that you can't lose and still be good is your quarterback, and that's pretty much every team. There's, yeah. there's not a team where you look at it and you're like, you know what, if their quarterback goes down, they'll be all right. Except for maybe like teams like the Houston Texans, where if their quarterback goes down, they're still only going to be a two win right. team. They might get better. <laughs> like no, With good teams, it, if the Kansas City Chiefs lose Patrick Mahomes for a length of time, they're in trouble. If the Buffalo Bills lose Josh Allen, they're in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just the way that it, it goes. I, I don't think that if the Bears are healthy, I don't think there is any way this team isn't in the double digits and wins. I really don't.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Just looking at the schedule, they have one of the weakest schedules it's a weird league. Like some of these teams can be better than they were, uh, they have one of the weakest schedules out of any team going into the season.
1: Eagles had an already made all O-line and legit offensive talents a little further off than the bears. The the Eagles definitely had a better O-line than the bears last year. The bears have legit offensive talent. Mm Mm-hmm. The bears have a quarterback who right now is more highly thought of than Jalen hurts was heading into this past season. Jalen hurts was, it was questioned about what did this was his make or break season this past season, whether or not he could be the guy. If, If the Eagles were, you know, didn't start out as hot as they did. There was questions about whether or not they were going to tank to try to get a quarterback in this draft because that's what Jalen Hurts was. Nobody was sold on Jalen Hurts. I, I said the same. I wasn't sold on Jalen Hurts either. He, he proved everybody wrong. He proved everybody wrong. He even got apologized to by a reporter after the Super Bowl. I a reporter told him, I didn't think that they would get here without you. And Jalen Hurts' response, a lot of people thought that.
0: Yeah, and still had a TDs in the 20s. What did he have, 22 TDs, if I remember? Yes. This past season only had five picks. That's just off memory. I could be a pick or two off. But.
1: Protecting the ball and being smart. And I, I think yeah. that we have a quarterback that can be just the same. And I, to be honest with you, I think we got the better version of that quarterback.
0: Well, with his feet up. Absolutely. Yes. And we went over the numbers. And one of the Fitz is they all kind of gibber together. But <laughs> Josh Allen, yeah. And, and once they got a top receiver, both Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, you saw what their numbers did and they all got offensive linemen as well in right. that deal uh, as you know jeremiah references i mean they did have those players either set up already or they got them set up as those players and then their and then their stats got better obviously it's not that hard i mean it really isn't that hard it only took the bears virginia mccaskey's entire life <laughs> to figure it out that it's not that hard. You get good receivers. I mean, Curtis Conway, okay receiver, not one of the best in the league. You know, we can go Jimmy Graham, great, good piece, not best in the league. Brian Robinson, not best in the league. The only time they had one of the best receivers in the league was Brandon Marshall, and look what he did with the team, although he was what? Bipolar, schizophrenic.
1: Right. Look, look, I, I think that Jeremiah's just got Bears, you know, He, he's just got bears PTSD. It's. It, I mean, we all do, I think. I think we all, it, people are scared to say, hey, the Bears might be good. And I think that, you know, especially now that we're getting closer and closer to them playing with Virginia McCaskey's initials on their shoulder as opposed to her up in the press box watching. No, boy. I think that, <laughs> I think that this organization is trending up. I think Great. that what we got with the GM is trending up. I think what we got with the front office is starting to trend up. There are a little couple of things that I'd like to see them do a little bit better. I want to see them go get a defensive end. You know, I want to see the things, I want to see them do the things that they need to do on the field as well. But all the signs to me point that this organization, we have something to cheer about finally. We have something to be excited for for the years to come. And it's not just a one year, two year, three year thing. We've got our quarterback, and <laughs> we should be excited about that quarterback for the next. Five to ten years,
0: I would think. Yeah, and I would think maybe a lot of these machinations are for that—to wait, you know, wait a little bit, see where this contract with Justin Fields might might shake out. They don't have to have a great defense this year to make the playoffs. You don't have to even have a good defense to make the playoffs. This yeah, year. right now, I mean, look at that Super Bowl. It was basketball with traveling, pretty much. Right. It was who who's going to get the ball last. Is it going to be Jimmy Butler or is it going to be the Joker? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be <laughs> Miami? Who's to be last? That's who's going to win.
1: Eight- Jeremiah eight- Murray, 8, 9, 9, and 8, heading in the right direction. Poles is building this thing properly. He is building this thing properly. I think 8 or 9 or 9 and 8. I don't think that that's actually a move in the right direction. This was a 7-win team last year. I know they only won 3, but they also tanked at least four, if not more, of those games. There there was no... This This could have been and should have been a seven-win team last year. They weren't as bad as their record showed because they did pull off the breaks and, and and stopped playing in second halves of a lot of games last year. So I think eight or nine or nine and eight, I don't think it, it'll look like an improvement because of the record. But 10 wins and above, to me, is the improvement. And I think that's where this team is at. I really do you look at their, they're playing a last place schedule. They don't have a last place team. They don't. They were in the right situation at the right time. They got the right pick. They got the right moves. They got the right everything. They are going to be a team that can win this division, a division where let's just face it, Minnesota is nowhere near what they were last year with all the pieces that they've traded. Now they're nowhere near where they were last year. And I already thought they were taking a step back before they decided to release Dalvin cook before they decided to shop start shopping around hunter i thought they were i thought they were a step back before that in the detroit lions had half the receiving core suspended after everybody started picking them to win the division because they're afraid to win this is the bears division to take i i i see no other way than to be able to put it that way now they're now in the limelight of of you know national media. You got people talking about them, about Justin Fields being an MVP candidate and being this and being that. I don't know that that necessarily helps Justin Fields with the limelight, with every and all the attention being put towards him. And now all of a sudden he's got pressure on him as opposed to, let's see what this kid can do. Now you've got people talking about him being the the MVP, you got people talking about, you know, the Bears could win this division, the Bears could be a threat, the Bears could be this, the Bears could be that. Do you feel like that type of talk and that type of pressure can affect an athlete negatively?
0: Well, it's not like he cheated on his wife and it was put on Instagram. But... <laughs> no i i don't think it affects this kind of guy i mean we're talking about a guy whose rookie season is in pittsburgh they're down a touchdown and he smiles walking into the huddle um i i just don't think there's that in this guy i mean i think you saw that in trubisky you also saw a guy that was kind of outgunned and i mean god the guy could grow up to be a scholar who knows but just couldn't think quickly enough yeah I i don't believe that with justin fields Agreed. I think the guy has some feel for the game. I mean, you don't run like that. And some of those throws, like you have to go back and look at those. If you didn't watch the games, if you just look at the stats, you, you, that's too bad for you. Yeah, yeah. because Agreed. he did make some accurate throws. He did make some reads. There was there was a couple of up throws to to Mooney where he was. Mooney was his third read. He wasn't his first read. I mean it. And you know, I think he'll go through his progressions faster this year. I really do. I mean, and that's that's part of how you rank a quarterback, right? And I, I don't think the pressure is going to affect him. I think he wants the pressure. I think he wants to have a better team around him. I think he <laughs> wants things to click. Second year in the offense, too. That's another thing. It was you for- won't
1: have Vilas Jones fumbling kickoff after kickoff to start the season. You won't have guys dropping passes the way that you had guys dropping passes last year. You're not going to have all of that. Not to mention... You had a top five run game last year. I think they were actually the the number one run running offense last year. Well, I believe the most explosive runner last year was actually Justin Fields. He had the most it runs over 15 yards last year, was Justin Fields in the NFL. So I, I think that all signs point up. I really do. I think it's going to help the offensive line. I think the Bears are... Are going and I don't think that national media coverage is going to affect Justin Field. I think that he is made for this. I think he's poised for this. I thought that when he was at Ohio State. I thought he was just one of those guys who you could watch and, and he learns every single week. You don't you see him make mistakes, but you don't see him make the same mistakes. Right. And that's that's okay to me. Like I'm okay with a guy that makes mistakes but learns from it. I'm okay with a guy who's not throwing the ball in the same spot the same damn time every time getting balls picked like we had when we had Mitch Trubisky here. I, I'm i okay with that out of Justin Fields, and I think that Justin Fields is is the future of this team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't I, – I, I really can't disagree with you. You know I want to.
1: I know you do. <laughs> Your brother does too. I can't,
0: <laughs> yeah. Who hasn't commented weirdly tonight, but uh, – yeah, yeah, probably uh but yeah i mean i i just with it with this team i i don't see it being on the offensive side of the ball i mean jeremiah just has eight nine with an offensive juggernaut i i don't know if you could be an offensive juggernaut in this league and go eight nine it's very hard to do yeah maybe, maybe 15 years ago uh you know maybe now I. Uh, I'd have to see the season and how the season goes after if that's two losses. I have them at 10 and seven uh, on the season. I'm going to stick to that. I think unless I see something else happen, uh, I think Detroit's going to be tougher than you think. Uh, I really do. Even with all the gambling problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that team. But I, I, I think maybe just right now on paper, they're the team to beat in the division. It's a very wide open division. It's a very wide open division. You know, if Detroit goes, uh, you know, 11 and 6 or 6 and 11, I'll be surprised by neither. Agreed. Uh, uh, you know, even if nobody gets hurt on Detroit. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, you know, the, I, I just think the Bears would have to have some injury problems to go 8 and 9, especially with this schedule. It's just,
1: there's just too many. I mean, you're paying Green Bay twice. I mean. I'm not doing that, in Thomas. I'm not being the one that jinxes it.
0: How about the over under on seventeen
1: starts? Seventeen is the number I'm putting on Justin Fields starts. Seventeen. Maybe sixteen because they've already wrapped up the division by week eighteen.
0: Yeah. Uh I think he'll have a lot of starts. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's shown he could take some hits and doesn't like blow he he's not Eloy Jimenez.
1: The thing the thing that you're worried about with a guy like this that and I, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it is is the knee, the ACL. It's it's the one thing that, that scares me Every time he takes off But I think he's going to be taking off a lot less and you're going to see a lot less yards From Justin Fields this year And a lot more passing yards Might finally get a guy who's over 4,000 yards passing In Chicago Never happened, which is crazy Before we get out of here You want to get into some of this uh, crazy news crazy From around news. the world You got a news story ready? I have
0: a news story ready
1: Okay so my first story is out of Georgia, and this was a wild scene that kind of looked like a Dukes of Hazzard movie. And I am going to bring this up right here and play it for you and just kind of let it see, speak for itself and see what you guys think about it. So let me just go ahead, share my screen, um, yeah. and it would be uh,
0: you can do this that, one please. here.
1: All right, so we're gonna go ahead and share this. I'm going to make it full screen, and then I am going to go ahead. Is it up? Yeah,
0: it's up. Like right. it. I see a truck.
1: All right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> watch, watch the tow truck over here in the background as the cop is walking up to it, and this guy does not see the tow truck. <laughs> Stoops to hazards. What in the hell? Like, I'm not gonna lie, I've been on the highway, I've seen this stuff, I've seen what had happened. We're gonna go ahead and watch again. I'm gonna turn the sound down this time. <laughs>
0: that would help.
1: <laughs> the cop goes, goddamn oh my god i for the life of me cannot understand like and again i've thought about it a couple times on the highway i'm like man i wonder what it's like if you just drive up it like a ramp like could you imagine somebody doing that and then to actually see it happening like it's something you only see in movies and this happened in real life and I don't know if the driver saw it and said, you know what? Fuck it. Gun it. (laughs) I don't know what the thoughts was like, like, Hey, hold my beer. This is going to be pretty cool. Watch this. Like, I don't know what the thought process was, but that's some shit right there.
0: Oh my God. That's That is, that is kind of, that's still sports. I still call that sports. I mean, and I, did you ever watch Dukes of Hazard reruns? Like that is definitely Duke of the Hazards.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That's but, um, Luke and Bo all the way.
0: <laughs> I got one for you. Have you ever like tried to take a photo with the fam at like an amusement park and maybe another family gets in your way while you're trying to?
1: Yes. Yes. Wow.
0: Well, annoying. Yes, it's annoying, and normally you just say, could you just move out of the way?
1: Yeah, he's Florida. stupid.
0: We're taking a picture. Well, in Florida, they decide to do something different sometimes. Oh, boy. <laughs> in Florida, they
1: do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see that way? He said, get out the way of my picture. This lady holding and running with the baby. That's get lovely. in there and help your husband out. He's getting... Destroyed.
0: I want a picture in front of the heart. Uh,
1: Put the kid down and go help your husband.
0: Oh my god! So much for the happiest place on earth. Oh look, stop it! Look at the guy peacemaker over here. Yeah, that's gonna work. Oh, god. how slow is this cop? Oh my god! Yeah.
1: Yeah, they beat a- the hell out of him. Some people just aren't happy unless they're fighting. Well, you're a White Sox fan. You understand that one.
0: Hey, we only beat up first baseman Our first, first
1: base coaches Yeah, you don't even beat up the first baseman You go for the less athletic, older First base coach We, You and your son, drunk as hell
0: if You want to talk about that story again I do have an inside track to it but Oh you god to me. <laughs> The guys told his son Right before they went on the field Yeah, you went on the field with me You don't love me Oh my god <laughs> That's the father of the year award. Oh, boy. That's what we call a side story. That's what we call a diatribe.
1: Uh, call Ireland. All right. You ready for my last story? Yeah. All right. Give it to me. So uh, do you have a degree? A degree? Yeah. Do you have a degree? A bachelor's degree? Yeah, I do. Okay. I have a bachelor's degree as well. Um, but there are a lot of people in this world that don't. They don't have degrees. They go on, but they still go on to live I'm happy lives. Florida? No, we're not going back to Florida. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. But no, we're not going back to Florida. <laughs> what I am going back to is the fact that some people don't have degrees. However, that should make you feel really bad about yourself right now. Because Justin, the service dog, was given a degree... <laughs> Where at? given a degree from Seton Hall University. Her fellow graduates cheered as school president Joseph Nair handed Mariani her diploma. Oh boy. She earned a BS. A BS. Yeah, that calls them BS. <laughs> education. Graduating magna cum laude. We'll talk about that one later. <sighs> Here is a shot of her actually getting a freaking diploma. You It's a service dog. You know what I mean, and and I know she's helping somebody that's in a wheelchair. I'm not going to roll right past the, that thought. That was a bad joke. I look. You've got so many people. I want. To, I need to see Winnie the Pooh break it up. Says Jeremiah Murray. I like. There are so many people in this world. My son, who watches this show all the time, is about to graduate high school. And yes, it may have taken him six years to do so, but he's still graduating high school. And he's never going to have a degree, but this dog has a degree. Why are we giving the dog a degree? The dog didn't. Did the dog go to class?
0: We go a little far with the dogs in this country.
1: Did the dog go to class? Did, was the dog there day in and day out for class? Did the dog go and, and, and take the test? Did the dog take finals? Did the dog take midterms? Doubting Thomas says, no. Combs talking shit about college-educated dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. We do a little bit too much for dogs at this point in this country.
1: The dog's gonna have to refinance his doghouse to pay for the degree. <laughs> that's the other thing that I wanted to get to. Thank you, Jeremiah Murray. Did this dog pay for that education? We have to pay good damn money here in this country for an education. Actually, seat in a hall. It's got to be twenty grand a year. Okay, that's just over what I pay a year for high school for my daughter in Chicago. Oh, just over. Yeah. Maybe it's 30k at Seton Hall. (laughs) Not Seton Hall. You're probably about 20K. What happened to Seton Hall? I mean, you know, they they got into one NCAA tournament and then they started giving dogs degrees. I mean, I don't I don't know. (laughs) Rough. Oh, another bad joke. (laughs) Terrible. We're gonna roll on out of here. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy! if you guys enjoy the show we will be on every tuesday at 7 p.m we've changed it to tuesdays instead of sundays mostly because football's coming you don't want to be on on sunday night i'd rather be watching football than looking at ryan's mug monday's football i think they're probably coming up with a wednesday night game now so tuesday's the only night we don't really have football so we're going with Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Make sure that you guys check out the new Facebook page. It's on both of our pages. If you have not checked out the new Facebook page, it's also on our current Facebook page, which we changed just because we couldn't get the name to change on Facebook, which Facebook's really pissing me off lately, by the way. But make sure you share, make sure you invite friends, invite friends. That's a big thing. We're going to run a promo soon for people who invite their friends. So, Stay tuned, keep track of that. We'll be back next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. New bat day. Same bat channel. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, we're out of here.